everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Uncle Marv Podcast. I am your host, Marvin B. And yes, you heard a little different music to start the show because we are going to be talking basketball for a little bit of tonight. And I am joined by good friend and basketball phenom Nino Federico. Nino, how are you? Uh, did you hear? Did you say basketball phenom? Yes. I don't think you're talking to me. <laughs> you, uh, as our designated, or what was the better word for it? Uh, designated shooter. Shooter. I was designated <laughs> taker of shots. I don't know how many of them actually went in. I think that that's that was part of the problem. But um, yeah, I don't really remember any shots I didn't like. You could you could shoot just walking in the gym. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, that's right. And I remember Coach Benfield at halftime always going over stats, or was it after the game? He'd go over stats and he'd you know be like B, you know, three for six, <laughs> and then he'd go Nino, three for twenty two, <laughs> <laughs> six turnovers. <laughs> And all through the game, every time you go to shoot, no! And if no, it goes in... Shoot, yeah. <laughs> well, I had a couple of games back then. I had a couple of games where some, some of them went in. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we did pretty but, good. We won most of our games. Yeah, I once got to high school. I don't know how many we won then. You know, back in the Benfield days at Delora, we won a lot of games back we did. then. We, we were... Uh, let's see, were we co-county champs or were we county champs the year we beat Central? Well, the seventh and eighth grade team, um, I think we were co-county champs that year. We were in eighth grade because um, we beat them after they, they beat the heck out of us, and then we beat them by a close game. Yeah. Um, so we, I get, but they didn't really have a county championship. You know, the ninth grade is when they actually had a county championship tournament, um, which I don't remember. I think we came in second. I think we lost. Didn't we lose on that Hail Mary game winner from that kid from Johnson where we let him dribble up and take that shot? I don't remember that, but that could have easily happened. <laughs> Back when yeah. we played the 2-1-2 zone. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's pretty much the defense we played all the time. Yep. And we, Every once in a while, we'd switch to man-to-man or a box-and-one if they had a really good guy. We tried that on Hoover, and that that guy still lit us up that one year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. Well, let's uh, get a little bit of news out of the way first, um, since you are from Satellite as well. And, folks, yeah. just to let you know, we might be joined by a third person. Uh, I did announce Dave Becker was going to be on the show with us, but Dave Becker is a math genius. And his daughter apparently the same thing. Calling him a math genius is like calling me a shooter. <laughs> well, apparently his daughter has a math test tomorrow and is in panic mode. So dad is doing his duty with helping her yeah. prep for her test. So we don't know if he'll be able to break away from that and join us, but if he does, he's welcome at any time. And uh we will wait for him. Uh, He's certainly better able to help his kid than I am. Uh, It's been so long since I've addition and subtraction. Multiplication and division is about the most of it I ever do. Yeah. And uh, I can't help my kids with their math homework ever. They're all way beyond whatever I ever learned how to do. So, yeah, kids today, I don't know if I could even try to help them with stuff, but (laughs) (laughs) right. It's, you know, the good part is, I, since I can't help them, they don't bother me. Right. That's that's good. Yeah. Well, let's get to this bit of news because I don't want to forget go, yeah, go. the reunion for okay. the class of 85. Our class mm-hmm. is going to be held July 16th and 17th at the Melbourne Beach Hilton. You can call the hotel directly at 321-777-5000 to book your room. I have already booked my room. Have you, Nino? I have booked a room. Uh, our good friend John Cordray and I will be uh, rooming together. Uh, so he's he booked the room, actually. 
Uh, right. Call in, you tell them, you say, what is it? SHS 85, I yep. think is um, the promo code in order to get the better rate for the room. Um, yeah, I, you know, I did like, that and so I'm a Hilton honors and right. I, I got a better rate with my Hilton program. I probably, oh, should. there you go. So of course we upgraded too. I, I'm bringing the wife. So oh, okay. Miss Kim, Miss Kim will be with me. So I will not be able to, awesome. I will not be able to bunk with anybody, stay out late, get drunk, that sort of stuff. Well, I guess you could, you could still do that, but that, you know, <laughs> not going to be fun when you get back to your room no it would not be so uh if you are on facebook be sure to head over to the satellite high school class of 1985 facebook page tina veltry runs that page and is also in charge of the reunion there is also an addition this year friday night i believe for the first time ever there will be the welcome edition if you are in the class of 84 or the class of 86 we are going to allow you to come hang out with us. There is a little bit of a charge. Um, I'm not sure what the charge is, but I will have the link to the Facebook page in there. And the cost for those of us that are in the 85, I believe it's $80 for Friday and Saturday nights. And then mm-hmm. I think it's a $10. I, I haven't checked out the amounts personally, but. I, I mean, we're going to pay it, right? I mean, is it? Of course, I'm going to pay. I just haven't. <laughs> Just haven't gotten around to that. Yeah. <laughs> and there is a link, uh, paypal.me slash SHS Reunion 85, where you can pay ahead of time, of course. Uh, I have the link in the show notes. And if you head to UncleMarv.com and go to the blogs, I've actually put a post there with all the reunion information. So that is what hey, we I think um, one of the things I'd like to add is – you know, you mentioned the fact that the other classes are going to be there yep. or, or have, you know, that Tina has kind of opened up the thing. I think she's opened up the entire weekend for people who of, of the, of the other classes to, to join us when, if they want to. So um, I'm not, I don't think it's just limited to, Oh, just, you can only come Friday night. I think they could well, be there. Whole, as I know. I as far as I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Cause some of those just want to see them as much as I want to see the people from 85. Yeah. So, um, you know, if any of you guys are out there, you know, come on out. We want, you know, these reunions are about seeing people that you hadn't seen in a while or just catching up and telling stories. And the more people come from different classes, I guess that's more stories and more catching up there is for us to do. So there's definitely going to be a story if it's not true that they're now all three nights. So, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if I'm wrong, I mean, that wouldn't be the first time. Well, it would be the last. That's for sure. Yeah, her latest but, uh, page. But this is a while back. And listen, I have tried to get Tina on the show to confirm some of these things. But she has basically, yeah. I got her one time on the phone, and I think that was by accident. <laughs> yeah. she, she was down She was down here in my area. Uh, her, right. son was, her son was at an event down here, and I called and she thought it was the local hotel or something and answered by mistake. So, <laughs> so that's funny. You know, I talked to her just last week and, um, cause there was, I had read that there was some sort of a problem with the rooms. Yes. And was, they just had to add more rooms to the, to the block, um, because they were, they were sold out of the ones that they had allotted for, for the, um, for the reunion. So they had to add more rooms. And yeah. so she she told me about that's what was going on. So now I spoke to her for, I guess probably about 45 minutes. Nice. You know, telling stories and whatnot. Sweet. Yeah. I think she but, said um, uh, just yesterday, 21 rooms were already booked and they added them yeah. to the others. So, and speaking of Wendy Lynn Morrison, thank you for letting us know that you and Uli are booked. Awesome. And we Uli is yeah. 84. So he will be joining us. Yeah. It'll be good to see him. Hadn't seen him in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember if, I mean, she's probably been to one or two of the other reunions over the years. You know, I've killed those brain cells probably at the reunion. So I'm trying to remember the last one I was at, I believe it was probably the 25, 10 years ago. I don't think I went to the, yeah, that was the last one for you. I saw you. Yep. Brought the wife. I don't know. If it was, I think that wasn't that like six years ago. I don't know. 
because we were supposed to have one last year. Right. It got and it got postponed because of the pandemic. Um, Hang on, but she's texting me. So I remember let me that you were at the one before that. Hmm. Don't Is know. That- I was seeing if I was. I thought the wife was texting me to let me know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she might be watching and. But well, uh, she was there, wasn't she? She was there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And oh, looky here. I met her. So. Nuvi and Beale are also booked. So great. Awesome. Going to see some people there. All yeah, right. It's going to be fun. Well, that should be good. So July 16th through the 18th, folks. Hope to see you all there. And if you have questions, get with Tina on the Facebook. Yeah, she said there was going to be a few people there who hadn't been to one before, so that'll be fun. That should be good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't of have course any... it'll be fun if there are people I remember. <laughs> oh, looky here. Mr. Kendall in the house. You better book soon, sir, because I believe... Yes. I, just, I just talked to Chris the other day. He told me he was going to book a route one night, so I told him he better get on it, so... All Get right, on. and looky here. So, so he does say he will be there, but Todd, the overcomer shoemaker, has already done what we were going to ask later. Talking about the game tonight, Gonzaga versus Baylor, and he has put in his prediction: Gonzaga eighty-five, okay. Baylor eighty-one. So, Nino, have you been watching the tournament? So, um, I've watched a couple of games. You know, I didn't watch any of the first round games. I didn't watch any of the second round games. I don't. Th- I don't know that I watched hardly any games all season. Um, but I started watching. You know, and one of the things Dave told you whenever you guys were talking about having him on a show too is um, he did. He organized a, a Sweet Sixteen pool. The way it works is there's eight eight people in the pool. And we each drafted two teams in a, um, in a, in what's called a serpentine draft. You know, where the, 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 the number the, the team guy who picks number one, he picks the, makes the first pick and on down to number eight and number eight makes two picks. And then you go the other direction. So the guy who picked first, he gets last pick in the second round. Okay. So sort of like fantasy football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They call it a, a snake draft. I guess they call it a snake draft. Yeah. So, um, so after we had the draft for that, I was Becker was in it. His son, um, myself, uh, Billy Lenz. If you remember Billy. Yep. Um, let's see. A couple other people that Dave knows from teaching and stuff. So um, we had this draft, and after that, I started watching the games, you know, because now I care. Before, I filled out a bracket, and I did so poorly in my bracket that I wasn't <laughs> I, I wasn't, wasn't watching anymore. But So now I'm watching the games and watching a little bit of the analysis and listening to the guys. So, you know, whatever they say is what I know. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, I was, but, watching, uh, I was watching Florida State. Right. Although I did get the feeling early on that they were not going to do as good as they should have done last year. Last year was right. a, a much better team. I thought they had a chance to definitely be a Final Four team. And I think they probably could have won it all. Um, last year? Yeah. I mean, it had been tough, but I think they had a shot. And especially when, you're, when your number six guy off the bench gets drafted number four in the draft. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, You should be good. Should be. But I did watch some other games. I wasn't as into it as I usually have been. I've actually, you know, since I retired a few years back, I haven't really been watching a lot of ball, including the pros. Right. And, you know, Duke hasn't been good. The ACC hasn't been good. But I'm watching, I watched last weekend, I watched the Sweet 16 Elite Eight. I'm not in any mm-hmm. leagues, so I don't have any money riding on any of this. Um, but I'm watching, and I'll watch tonight. I think that tonight could be one of the most watched games in quite some time. And you know what I think is interesting about that is um, 
with Gonzaga in the tournament, you know, they're not from a conference that people really know much about. No. And me being a UCF guy, you know, where I'm always talking about other conferences besides the power five, so to speak. So um, for Gonzaga to play in this game and draw this big rating, like you're talking about the possibility, I think that's fantastic. It just shows you that, you know, you don't, it doesn't have to be one of the select conferences for your team to be good and your team to be worth watching. And they're definitely worth watching. I watched the game the other night um, against UCLA, which is a fantastic game. Oh yeah. Even without the buzzer beater at the end, the game was, you know, lead changes all over the place. It was a great game. Yep. Uh, and, you know, here they are, they're, they're a great team. Um, I think they're, they've been the best team most of the year. I think they're, you know, I think they're going to win. I think Gonzaga's going to win. But I think it's great that people think that people are going to really watch this game and see this team play. Uh, no, nothing to take anything away from Baylor. They're a really good team, too. And as a matter of fact, what makes this tough for me is I'm rooting for Gonzaga because I like to root for the, um, the conference that no one's heard of team. But I had Baylor in the pool. So... You know, Baylor—that's <laughs> a bunch of money. It's always about the money, Nino. You know, go ahead and right. say it. <laughs> so there's—I think more of me is rooting for Baylor because my wallet takes it over. You know, but um, I can't lose in this one because I—you know—I'd love to see Gonzaga, you know, pull it out. And as a matter of fact, what was really tough was Baylor was playing against Houston. You know, Houston's from the American Conference. That's UCF's conference. So I would—I wanted to see them do well too. But, um, of course, they didn't do so well against Baylor. Baylor's a really, really good team. Yeah. And I think Houston is going to be a really tremendous matchup, I think. Yeah. Houston's one of those teams that I I think fundamentally they're not as good as the others, but they were. They can streak, they can hit shots, and they just did did not hit them the other night. They were just cold. Yeah. Yeah, Your team runs cold. You're not going to win. Especially if, if shooting is the way you were. Um, it's, it's how you got there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was so it was kind of weird for me, you know. Um, Baylor or Houston? Well, my wallet says Baylor, so Baylor. <laughs> but today, you know, I think it's going to be a great matchup again. Uh, Gonzaga is just a great team all around. They do everything well. Baylor, I think, has the has the guard play. That that's the thing that they talk about for the tournament. You know, whichever team has the best guard play is usually the team that wins. So this, I don't, I don't it's going to be a tough one. It's I don't know. Good. I think this year. I think. I mean, outside of Suggs for Gonzaga, I think the stash. Uh, what's his name? Timmy is is probably yeah. going to be a deciding factor again. You know what was so yeah. great about the Gonzaga UCLA game is both teams pretty much played, I mean, I can't say perfect basketball, but if you talk about fundamentally playing a game the way it should be played, both teams did what they wanted to do. Both teams did play good defense. I mean, it wasn't that, you know, teams are just running up the floor and scoring at will. You had to earn those shots. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And to shoot 58%, is tremendous and it, you know if you shoot 58 percent, you should win yeah. but ucla didn't because they didn't have the last shot no that's right <laughs> yeah you know um, um another thing that i was reading about that something that i just want to say about basketball in general you know one of the things that happened late in that game was timmy took a charge on that guy from uh the guy uh what the heck is his name Jugal or uh, Jugal? Juzang, 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 yeah. Um, well, they he took a charge, and you know a lot of people are like, "Oh, the referees should should swallow their whistle at the end of the game." Well, you know, no. If they did, then everybody would just foul the heck out of everybody at the end of the game because the referees are swallowing the whistle. You know, if it's a foul, it's a foul. If it's a charge, it's a charge. If it's you know, if that's what happened, that's what happened. It shouldn't change the way they call the game just because it's the last few seconds, right? You know, so I, so that was just my own little rant, I guess, about people who think that the, <laughs> the referee should call the game differently at the end. Um, no, 
it's a foul, it's a foul. And then that was a charge. I thought as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, that's a charge right there. So um, I thought it was the right call. And I thought it was a call that should have been made at, the, at no matter what the time of the game is. Yeah. So that is something that has always been talked about. One of the reasons that I've kind of stopped watching basketball with a passion. Now I still will watch, but do you find yourself sitting there watching the way they play the game now thinking, Oh my goodness gracious, we could have never gotten away with some of the, <laughs> yeah. cause, cause well, I, you we know, couldn't touch well, a person. I, don't really, I think that's funny. I don't really, maybe I just don't watch the game with that much passion anymore. Um, so I don't really think like that. But you're right. <laughs> There's, it's such a, I mean, oh, I will say this though. In that game, UCLA kid, I saw that one kid, he pivoted, and then all of a sudden he jumped up and he took two steps yeah. and then shot. I was like, oh my God, that was a travel. Yeah. And he sure as heck got away with it. It was no, no big deal. And even the announcers didn't even say anything. Oh my God, he got away with the travel there. Nothing. It was like, whoop. It's like a totally a travel, you know, I but, mean, two next two trips down, the guy traveled again later and right. they, it was a different, it was, it was different, but I thought, man, you can't do that. And I was game with my daughter and she said she played one year of basketball and that was it. My kids all play soccer. So I don't, I don't get to talk a lot of basketball and stuff with them. Maybe that's why I don't watch so much anymore. Well, but, that should be the way it is. You know, you, you're into what your kids are into. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm into football and I've always been into football, so I'm going to continue to watch, um, watch that college football. Mostly. Um, I think fantasy football helps me keep in, in involved with, um, with the NFL. If it wasn't for fantasy football, I don't know that I even watched the NFL, but. Um, fantasy football has ruined the way I watch the NFL. I haven't played fantasy in about three or four years. Yeah. But it is hard to sit and watch a game. So fantasy and red zone. Yeah. NFL red zone has made it to where if you got to watch yeah. the same game and it is boring, that is horrible. You can't watch people unless they're inside the 20. That's right. <laughs> That's so funny. That's true. I mean, when I watch the NFL, all I'm watching is the ticker. Okay. Who scored? Who will my team score on one of the teams? That's all I'm watching is the, the scores roll through. I don't watch the game. Yep. You know, so um, fantasy football has kept me interested, but ruined. I agree with you. Completely ruined the way I watch the football game. So I watch the college games and I really enjoy that. I think that's the thing that I'm the most passionate about. And, you know, believe it or not, because my kids play soccer, now all of a sudden I watch soccer games. Like I, the real professional soccer games? Yes, I watched I watched the, the MLS games. We have a team here in Orlando where we like to go sometimes. I watch those games. I watch the ladies' games. Oh, okay. Now you're, now you're fibbing. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I actually, in soccer, I think the ladies' games are just as good as the men. Okay, I mean, if they played against each other, they wouldn't, you know, the men would win. Okay. But, Who's that guy? We have, play, I love watching the game. We have a team that plays like three blocks from here, and I can't remember. David Beckham, what's his team? Yeah, Beckham's team, Miami FC. Yeah, they play, it's, they're literally like four blocks north of here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. We don't. Well, I guess if you don't care, then I'm, it's not. Nice. <laughs> I'm not going to go watch that. But we can hear the games actually sometimes. Sure. If the wind's blowing right, we can hear. Uh huh. Yeah, I'll go. To, I haven't gone to see an Orlando City game in a while, but I watch them when they're on TV. And and then I record the the Premiership games, you know, from England. You record them? Well, you, well because sometimes they're on at like seven o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. You know the, the time zone. The time zone difference. Um, and I, you know, I can't, I'm not always available to just sit and watch a game, but you know, I, I watch a couple, I watch those games sometimes too. All right. So Beckham's team is called inter Miami. Well, that's it, Frank. 
Enter Miami FC. Is it Enter Miami FC? Uh, Enter Miami CF. CF, okay. And don't ask me what the CF stands for. Wait a minute, okay. Uh, club football, I think. So one one line says CF, the other says FC. So it's FC is football club. Wik- soccer. Wikipedia says CF, so I'm going with that. Yeah, <laughs> I think it is CF. Now that you mention it. Oh. But yeah, I'll watch those games. I watch those games just as much as I watch any because my kids all play. Yeah. You know, I've learned. And, you know, the way I think about it is the reason why I didn't like watching those games before is because I had no idea what the heck was going on. I like to watch hockey because there's a lot of action, but I still kind of don't really know exactly what they're doing. They're doing. Well, I don't know. It's tougher for me to watch. But now that I've learned what they're doing on the soccer field, man, I, I get it and I can watch it. I mean, I got it, but it was still too slow at times. I mean, it there's... is slow. It, it is a little bit slow. Um, I do agree with a lot of people that it's irritating. The flopping is very irritating. <laughs> uh, I have learned, though, that a reason why they do that sometimes, you know, they kind of pretend that they're hurt. And the next thing you know, they're up running. Is just to give everybody a rest. Yeah. <laughs> but because um, they don't have timeouts like other sports right, do. You can't call timeout in the middle of it in a soccer game. You can't do that. Um, there's another thing that irritates me. There's a few things that irritate me about the game. The clock. It just keeps running. The always running clock. And yeah. And and then at the end of the game, the referee just kind of arbitrarily adds some time. And it's always an exact amount of time, four minutes, five minutes, three minutes. You can't tell me that because a guy was injured, he was injured for only four minutes. You know, yeah. it's weird. Why don't you just stop the clock? And then when the buzzer goes off, then it's over, like every other sport does. That no, would be that way. That they, would be the way to go. But I'm sure, I, I'm sure what probably happened is back in the day when they first started, they probably couldn't stop the clock. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what I think. Exactly. It was a. It was a. It was a. It was. It was a. a the hands of the clock. You know, yeah, the mechanical clock. Like we don't even can't, it's so long ago that we've read a clock like that. I don't even remember what it's called. You know, it's uh, a <laughs> hand that goes around the in a circle. So when it gets an, here, that's the end. The analog clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the end. So they don't know how to, they don't do it. Um, I, it drives me crazy with the kid. Now, for the professional games, it's different because if the ball gets kicked, if somebody shoots at the goal and it goes past the goal, well, it goes into the bleachers or it goes up against the wall right there. And, or the, and there's another ball sitting right there all the time. Yeah, got to use the same ball. That's ball a, that's a weird or something. There's a ball sitting. Well, when the kids play, they don't play on a stadium. You know, they play in an open field where there's goals at the end. Well, if you kick it out past the goal, it goes down the street. Yards, right? Well, the goalie's got to go run and get it. And if their team is winning, that goalie's not running very fast. <laughs> and they can just waste the time, and there's no thing. There's nothing. You, the referee has no – can't just stop the clock because they're wasting time. And then they'll, they'll substitute because, you know, little kids, young kids games, they, you can substitute as many people as you want however you want. So the clock's running while you're substituting people. And they just substitute. They just keep subbing just to waste time. And it drives me crazy. Kind of like the old hack-a-shack rules in basketball, right? (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you you foul him because he's not going to make the shots. You know, know, stop the clock all the time. But in soccer, you can't stop the clock. It just runs. Yeah. You just time if you're winning. (laughs) So now are you one of those parents that sits in the stands and yells during the game? Are you... Are you rooting for your kids and rooting against the opponents and calling out the rest? So this is something This is something that my wife and I go – she yells at me at all the time because, no, I'm not one of those guys that's constantly yelling at the referees or yelling at the players or anything like that. I don't, I don't yell instruction at the players at all because 
I've talked to coaches about that and they, t- and they, and it confuses the players. I've talked to players about that. Dads out there, if you're what, don't give your players any instruction because it drives the coach crazy. Yep. You're trying to tell them to do something different. You know, we just can't hear what the coach is telling. We don't know what the coach is telling because, you know, so we don't, we're, we feel like we want to try to help, but all we're doing is confusing the kids. So I don't do that. Um, if the referees blow a call, you might hear me. Um, and, you know, and I, you know, I tell my wife, it's just, I just provide feedback. <laughs> but, you know, that's just because you get upset when you, you want your kid to win, you want your kid to succeed, you want their team to succeed, and you feel like the referees are hurting them. Yeah. So you say something. Um, but, and I'll feed off the other people. If there's other people that are all over them, then eventually I'll join in, but it's not a good idea. You're not going to change anybody's mind, you know, come on. But I will say this, the soccer referees, man, they are the worst at dealing with criticism. Really? NBA, you know, basketball referees just keep going. You say a couple of things to the referee in the soccer, they stop the match and point you out. Oh. And, and get out of here. Kick now, I remember getting kicked out of the basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but that was a little different. This one, you know, you could yell at the referees really all you wanted to, as long as you didn't use bad language. And, uh, you know, that's – but. These these soccer refs, man, they. I, don't, I I guess you can say that they don't put up with anything. I think they just hear too much. <laughs> you know, call the game, and let the kids play. If you, people yell at you, just that's tough. That's part of it. Wow, it's and, not part of it in soccer. <laughs> and it's interesting. You would think that soccer fields are big enough and it's open air. They wouldn't hear everything, as opposed to you know, being right next to courtside on a basketball court or something like that. So that's well, that the is- field for the club team games anyway. Um, the feet, you're right on the field. Cause you, you, you bring a chair, you're not sitting up in the bleachers, you know, like you're at a, at the high school games, you sit up in the bleachers right? for the, the club games. Cause in soccer, it, the club team is the most important, not the high school team. So, you know, you're, you go to the club team games and you're sitting in your chair, you know, two feet from the, from the field. So you're right there on the field. They can hear everything. Hmm. So at the high school games, they don't, the referees are worse, but they put up with more stuff because you're further away, I guess. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, I don't think we're going to have Mr. Becker popping on. So we'll, uh, just have to oh, go on yeah, without exactly him. I guess we're fine. doing fine without him. <laughs> All right. So, huh? chiming in on the chat board with anything. Well, so Todd did put a thing in here that he started watching rugby a few years ago, and I, I have nothing to offer on the topic of rugby. I agree. I, <laughs> I don't really know anything about the sport. They look like really tough guys, though. Yeah. And, I've seen, you know, videos of women playing and they look pretty tough too. I don't know that I want to mess with any of those women either, but um, it looks like it'd be fun. I just don't understand it. And that's why I don't, you know, it's just like I said before, all of a sudden, you know, they, I, I like to watch the highlights where they're pitching the ball back to each other and the guy goes running up the field and breaks a tackle and scores. Um, but sometimes I see him get tackled and all of a sudden the ball squirts out and they go run again. And I'm like, what the heck is that? How does that work? Yeah, that's a sport that is quite confusing as well. I don't know how it works. I don't so, even know how to keep score. Cross game the other day. You watch that? I don't watch that either. Well, I was at the so my two older daughters they play football at the high school. They at, at high schools now they have flag football for girls. In the okay. spring. Yeah. And they, and it's not powder puff. Remember we did the powder puff game? Yeah. Yeah. And you, you know, they had a, a couple of the football players would coach the, 
the girls, you know, and they play football. They play a powder puff game. It was a flag football game. Yep, I remember those. This is not powder puff football. It's seven on seven, and it's kind of serious. You know, they play against other teams from other schools, and they have a state championship. And the coach of the team at my high, my kids' school is the co- is the head football coach of the regular football team. So they have football, real football coaches coaching these girls, and it's great. I love watching those games. But um, we had a game a couple. We had the game last week, and then after it, the boys played a lacrosse game on the same field. So we were still there. So we sat and watched a little bit. I'd never seen one of those games live before. Um, pretty fun. I don't know anything about it, but it was fun. <laughs> Do you think that the uh, women's football? grew out of the lingerie bowl. Remember that? I uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> the the lingerie football is um I don't know, I find that to be really funny. I guess the you know the ladies play they're real serious about playing football but I don't see how serious they can be dressed like they are. I don't know. They play like they're serious and they're playing for money and I can't imagine who the guys are that go to those games. I tried to watch one time and I, I I think I've made it five minutes. (laughs) I, you know, I don't see how you take that seriously. No. Um, I watched, I watched the, I know I, I don't want to take anything away from the athletes that are out there because they are very athletic and they're very fast and strong and whatnot. Um, but it bothers me that it's lingerie football, yeah. you know, come on. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like worse than the XFL, you know, if you gotta be gimmicky. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's a problem. I mean, they had some weird rules just for the fun of it. You know, I went to a couple of those games that when they first came out, they had a team out here in Orlando. So we went to games and. Here, it, I don't know what it's like, what it was like in the other venues, but here it was just a bunch of rednecks who were w- w- hoping that there was that there were women who were, you know, going to flash them or something. That's what it was. Yeah, it was guys that would get drunk for at a tailgate and hope that there was women that got drunk and would do something stupid. So um, <laughs> that's the experience with the XFL. The Same. football. The football wasn't, but yeah, you're talking about the experience of guys hanging out the bar, hoping to see that stripper as she walks out. Right. (laughs) That's what they were doing. They were hanging around on the field. There was a guy where I'm sitting watching, trying to watch the game. And there's a guy two rows down, standing up, facing up. He wasn't watching the football game at all. He wasn't standing up to watch the game. He was was to see what, what the, what the people in the crowd might do. Oh, I thought there was like a big screen and he was checking that out instead of the game. No, no. He was, he just wanted to see if there was some, some stripper up in the crowd who was going to flash everybody. So he's going to happen, you know? And so he sat there and watched it from up there, watched the game like that. And we're like, dude, sit down. (laughs) We're trying to watch a football game. But he wasn't having any of that. So. All right. There was a fight. (laughs) (laughs) fights are that was fun fights are good no matter where they are right you're always it's always fun always good to watch a bar fight (laughs) a fight at walmart it's always fun to watch a fight all right well i keep getting texted that apparently the video tonight is a little bit choppy so i apologize for those of you that are watching if you're listening by audio it's going to be pristine because I've got this uh, editing that we can do after the fact. But if you're watching, I apologize. I can't see it because I can, Nino and I look just fine, but I can't see what's being broadcast live. Out well, over. I don't know what's being broadcast, but every once in a while I see that you freeze. Okay. So maybe that's what everybody else is seeing. Could, when I'm seeing you. Could be. I've got Comcast I mean, down I here. I see me talking. And it's weird to see that, but I see it. 
And then I look over at you from time to time and you're frozen, but I still hear what you're saying and you're keeping up with the conversation. So, um, I don't know what that means to the other people. Oh, uh, don't have to worry about out it. there in podcast land or whatever the heck yeah. you call it. <laughs> so let me ask this for you. So you've got the, the, the family wall behind you. Oh yeah. Yeah. And we don't have, well, we have some of that, but of course you've noticed us on Facebook. We've been having the, the whole HGTV remodel. And so the wall behind you, is that what you did when you guys first moved in? Did did the wife do that? And do you change out pictures every now and then? How does that work? Well, um, this, this wall, how, let me see if I can, so there's these pictures uh-huh. over there, and then there's a couple more. I don't know if everybody can see everything. Um, this this wall didn't always look like this since we've moved in, but it's looked like this probably for four or five years, I want to say. Uh, when we first moved in, this room was set up a little bit different. And then... Um, we had the TV on this wall and the couch was on the other side. And now I think it was after we did the pool, which was about six years ago, we put the pool in and we changed the furniture so that the couch was facing this way. So you could see the whole pool from the couch. Okay. You know, it would make sense to you if you could see the way the pool is situated out there because most of the pool is that direction in the back. So we wanted to be able to see out and see the whole pool. So that's why we switched it over. Um, I really do like this configuration much better. And, and then my wife did the, she put up the pictures and stuff. And um, it's funny because she'll have the idea to put up the pictures. And then when it's time to put, actually do it, I have to chime in and say, no, we want to, we switch them like this. Like this was, I don't know what it is that I'm able to do that. Uh, I like things. Are you similar? Yeah, like you know. Are you saying that you have the Martha Stewart gene over the wife? I'm not going to say that, <laughs> <laughs> but a little bit, <laughs> sort of. You know, every once in a while, I I know how to situate stuff so that it. You know, I, I can't say that I'm Mister Feng Shui. Whatever the heck that is, I just know the Feng term. Shui. Whatever, but um, yeah, there, I like I can, you know. She usually asks me, and then I usually chime in and say, oh, "I think it needs to be like this." And it usually ends up the way I think is the best way. All right, well, good for you. That is <laughs> that is not the case down here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, so. the best thing to do, you see, the thing to do is whenever she asks you you got to just get her to decide that the way you think is the best way is the best way. Does that make sense? Of course it, it makes sense. You have to make her believe that it was her idea. Yeah. And even though that's the way you wanted it to be all along. And, uh, I, and actually a good example of that was when my first child was born, um, we had a few names picked out. We didn't know what we were going to have. A lot of people know now we said, you know what, we're going to be surprised. So we had no idea we were having a girl when a girl came out. Um, and we actually didn't even, hadn't even decided on a boy's name. We were conflicted on that. But um, we had a couple of girls' names, and I knew which one I wanted. And then, so my wife has a C-section. So she's laying on the bed like this, you know. And then there's a sterile field, so she doesn't see a thing. So they, they pull out the baby and, oh, it's a girl, you know, like, yay. And then they put her on the, put her on the scale. And, and I was, you know, I'm not strapped down with a bed or anything. So I walked over there and she says, what does she look like? And I thought to myself, she looks like a baby. You know, they all look the same to me. <laughs> but I said, she looks like Samantha because that's the name I wanted. <laughs> so, <she> said, <laughs> so so yeah, just kind of make it, you kind of go along with it, and whichever one she you think she was going to pick, you pick that one. Yeah, but, yeah, that's that's 
that is how it works sometimes. And uh, the other thing is, is you have to have an answer when they ask. Yeah, that's a, that's good advice. And give them time to mull over it and think about it. Sure. Because if you turn around and say, well, what do you think? Well, you're, you're done right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're done. Because <laughs> it's one thing to have, a, have, a, have an answer and lose. Yeah. Have an answer and win than mm-hmm. to never give an answer at all. Yeah, I think you're right. So, but you know, you know, I try to I don't know, you try not to make you try not to make too many waves about certain things. Um and you know, happy wife is a happy life. I think that's Oh, I hate that saying. I hate that saying too, but it was <laughs> <laughs> she's happy, everybody's happy. Yep, that is if true. She's not happy, that nobody's happy. Yep. But if uh, I'm unhappy I'm the only one who's unhappy. Everybody else doesn't care. That is true. That is true. But my wife is happy. So today was the final day of all of our work. Right, right, right. Tell us. We got uh, So we have, so to give everybody an idea of the entire project, when we first moved in, we had pavers put in on one side of the house. Mm -hmm. And the pavers were actually gotten free by our pool guy from another job. Oh, cool. And he did, Leftovers. The, he did the first half of the job. Well, first portion of the job. And when he went to go back to get the rest of the pavers, he was told no, that they found another use for them. So for, oh. for the longest time, there was a portion of the side of our house where the pavers just simply stopped. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so we lived like that for a long time. So that was one of the things to do. <laughs> we have fences on either side of our house. Now the fence right. that the fence that goes all the way back to the back of the property and around, those are actually owned by the neighbors. Oh, okay. But we put a fence oh, up fenced in by their fence. Right. So the fences that were attached to theirs that were on our property were kind of old and decrepit and not really right. nice looking. And the wife always wanted those to be replaced. Sure. And then, of course, we had on the pool deck, Chattahoochee. And okay. the rocks were all starting to fall off. And oh, yeah. the poor guy said, well, just get some sealer and put it. And we were like, well, no, we're not going to do that. We'll probably just redo it at some point in time. Uh, right. And then we had on the other side of the house, just grass and rock and stuff like that. Sure. And then last, there was a paver path that went from the back of our patio, which, by the way, we had to add that on. When we bought the house, it was just a a cement slab out back. Right. So we enclosed that to put the patio on, and then we had the pavers that went out to the pool. Well, those were starting to sink into the ground. Oh, yeah. So So we had to get those fixed. So we finally got to the point where it had to be done. Uh-huh. And we didn't get to do a project the last two years. So mm-hmm. we had the money and the wife finally said, I think we need to get it done. We'd already talked yeah. to the, we'd already talked to the contractor from before. We had an idea of what it was going to cost. And we actually got some pretty good deals. And we just went ahead and did it. And first it was just going to be the pavers, the fence, and then he came back and said, okay, we got the cement left over from another job, so we can give you a great good deal on the pool now. Oh, okay. So we saved, I don't know, three or four grand on that, so we did that. At and least this time he had all, all enough material to finish it. Yes. <laughs> so we had the one side of the pavers finished. We had the pavers redone going from the patio right. to the pool. We had the paver done on the other side. We had both fences done, and we had always talked about getting the inside done because the guy, of course, you know, as he's sitting there, he's like, well, you know, what about this, and what about painting your house? Oh, yeah. And we're like, well, no, we really want to do this next. He's like, well, I do that too. (laughs) (laughs) And so we got a good deal on the flooring uh, to have that put in. So we had the two bedrooms done. We had carpet, 
in there that we have cats that, uh, you know, they started pulling up the carpet and oh yeah, the carpet was, and it was done. The carpet was done cheap by the previous owners. They did it just to, mm-hmm. you know, the cheapest they could do to get it sold. And we knew that we yeah. always, we always thought, well, after five years, we'll replace it. And yeah. it's, it's been seven. So seven. Well, you did good. <laughs> <if you're... laughs> so we did that. And then of course, if you're going to put in new floors, you got to paint the walls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So ended up doing that. So we, we, uh, I don't know what the final number is, but it's, it's up uh, there. Well, I mean, what I saw the pictures that you had done looked pretty darn good. Yeah. Uh, so you did good. And, uh, uh so the, say, the first thing I saw was you said, Oh, the wife's out of town. I'm going to start doing something. And I was like, Oh, no. You're <laughs> get yourself in trouble if you do that well that that was actually misleading that was actually misleading because <laughs> you know she it knew was, all about it or at least what you were doing was stuff that she knew that you would you could do and would want to do well we thought it was going to be later and right. she had the trip already planned but the contractor just kind of said hey i can start now Oh, okay. So that's what happened. <laughs> and it was, it's one of those things where down here, if you get a good contractor, you know, in Florida, you don't let them go because no, if, you're right. if they go start something else, you may not see them for months. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I called her and said, um, he can start Monday. And she's like, I'm not there. And I said, I know. <laughs> so, but he is, <laughs> but he is, and he can start. I don't care if you're not here. He can be, so we're getting him here to go do it. Yeah, so that's how it started, and then she, you know, she came back, and we, you know, of course, added other projects, and but it's all good. Uh-huh. It's all done. Today was the last day, and I think it looks fantastic. You know, awesome. and all yeah, of that. The pictures I saw looked really good. Yep, I will put the final picture of the pool. I did not do that, so we got okay. the we got the concrete painted over the weekend. It's finally dry. They came back today. Nice. They had, to, they had to clean out the pool because, you know, all the concrete and stuff that they had chipped out oh, before. Sure, yeah, so, makes a mess, yeah. so they did all that, cleaned it up nice. So I'll get pictures and post those up so we can see that. Uh-huh. And then at some point, I will come up to visit you and we'll do an on-location set. And uh, Sounds good. Yeah. We'll get the lay of the land for your place and see what you did with your pool because you put in an entire pool, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, ours was already here. We had, yeah, it was, we were thinking about either buying a bigger house or putting in a pool and, uh, putting in the pool was cheaper. So that was the way to go. And I, and I, I, you know, I can't say that I'm in the pool that much. I can't say that anybody's in the pool all that much. Um, I did have kids <laughs> last weekend, um, but I don't care. It looks nice. And it actually feels like I've added square footage onto my house without actually having to do it. Yep. You know, so uh, there's room for kids to go outside and hang out. And, you know, I think that's great. And it, it, it definitely helps us. Um, so we're happy about that. Well, the wife loves the fact that we have a pool because it gives other people an excuse to come down and visit. Yes, there you go. We don't use the pool that much, but it's an option. Just like we don't go to the beach that much, but it's an option. Having the beach as having, right. having the beach as close as it is to us, and for people to come down and say, "Oh, man, if I lived here, I'd be at the beach every day," and we're like, "No, you wouldn't." Yeah, you would. <laughs> but well, it is. Some, a, hey, you know, it's like when you go look at an apartment and it has a balcony, right? And you're like, "Oh, I'd love to have. I'd love this place. I love this balcony. I'll be out here all the time." And then next thing you know, you're moving out. You're like, man, I never sat out on the balcony. Yeah. You sat out for the first week. Right. And then that's it. So Yeah, so it's it's one of those that's one of those things. Yeah, you go to the beach. Oh yeah, we go to the beach. No, you don't. No. You're right. You don't go to the beach. No, but you what? but you, you have on the beach no matter how close it is. Yeah. All right. I do want to acknowledge a couple of other people that popped in here. Craig McCarthy oh. said hello to us. So hello, Craig. And Ronnie, Craig, good to hear from you. And Ronnie Justin. Hopefully, we'll see you. <laughs> Ronnie Justin. Who's that? Ronnie Justin put up this post. Oh, <laughs> Ronnie. Does anyone else feel like stalkers watching a private conversation? <laughs> well, I guess it kind of is like that. You know, we're sitting there just. Hey, that's have, it. 
That's all I wanted this to be. I mean, I know I call it the Uncle Marv podcast, but it's really not. It's just an opportunity for me to get people on and hang out and chat. You know, I was really all right. So I was really, really bad at uh, not keeping in touch. So Uncle Marv, is that the kids coming in? Yeah. Say hello as they bounce. Hi. Hi. That's Julia. She's um. She's a sophomore, just got home from practice. So, did you do good? How was practice? We did a bunch of workouts. Oh, yeah? Like squats and stuff. They did a bunch of uh, exercise and stuff. So, you didn't do a lot of soccer, you just did exercise. Oh, okay. But then our legs were all tired. (laughs) And I say, you probably do a lot of stretching and a lot of endurance stuff, right? Yeah, they don't have a game this week. It was great. And he squatted uphill. Squatted, squatted uphill. Nice. Doesn't sound like fun to me. I'm glad I was here. <laughs> no, remember the squats we had to do for football? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the ones I had to do here to try to get ready for. We went on a ski trip recently, so we've been trying to get in shape. Didn't work. But, um, you know, I try to do them, and then the next thing you know, I'm can't stand up off the couch. <laughs> I was, what is it? One of the people when you posted this thing, uh, who was it? Elise. Elise Roth Tedeschi. Yeah, she says, why don't you um, arrange a game, play a basketball game against a bunch of people's kids? I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up. I'm like, hell no, we're not <laughs> doing that. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to do that. I was going to tell kids- her. I already did something like that when I was playing just, you know, pick up ball here with guys, you know, all of us, uh-huh. you know, all the guys played in college. We were playing, you know, in our forties, we're playing against 20 year olds. Yeah. Okay. I don't need to do that again. No. And then to have them be younger. No. Nah. Oh, no. Heck no. No. Elise, if you're listening, no. <laughs> playing against young people. I don't really play basketball much anymore. I'm retired so. for a reason. <laughs> uh, all right, well, we need to... the kids. We played kickball yesterday for Easter. We had a little kickball. Well, game, that's but... different, though, you know? Yeah, that's all. that was all fun and games. But playing hit... a basketball game against some 20-year-olds, forget it. Yeah, I hit Easter eggs. That was my exercise for yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, all right, Nina, we're going to need to end up here because uh, it is after 9. What's up, Marv? Love it. And I want to give uh, some people that will go and watch the game an opportunity to go and see it. Todd Shoemaker, I uh, don't think that you're a betting man, but um, you bet the under because the the odds are Gonzaga by four and a half and your score of 85 to 81 is four. So I have on my bracket, my score, where did I put my score? 165 points. That's your over-under? Yes. All right. With Gonzaga winning? Gonzaga winning. All right. I'm just going to do a pick em with Gonzaga. But if Baylor wins, I'll probably be happier because I will get some money. All right. Well, Nino, I want to thank you for hanging out tonight. Thank you, folks, for watching. And uh, be sure to come back every Monday night for the Uncle Marv podcast. We are here hopefully having a good show for you with all my friends. Yeah, I would like to try to come back on Mondays, but the kids play games on Monday, so I can't really, I miss on Mondays. Alright. Well, thank you. Alright, folks. Till next time. Bye-bye. I'll try with this game. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. That's a holla.